Welcome to the This Is Fine podcast, because this is fine, I think. I think. Uh, this podcast was made possible by Beasley in my brain, which is functioning at like 45%, because like, what the fuck is happening? But yeah, it was mostly made possible by Beasley. Obviously, uh, we're all feeling a little stuck, um, maybe confused, worried, anxious, and uh, I guess maybe a bit okay, because we're used to staying indoors and uh, being alone. Um, I've definitely been feeling all those things, and I wanted to be able to talk to some of my musician friends about how they're feeling about the current state of our industry, and uh, hopefully when life moves on from this, we can chat about the state of the music industry in that moment and how it makes us feel, but for now, I talked to one of my best friends, Leanne Hoffman, a beautiful songwriter and human in general. She's currently in LA with her family after what was supposed to be a life-changing trip, which included an unexpectedly challenging six-day solo drive, a visit to Oregon, Bishop, Arizona, and Nashville. And to top it off, she's dealing with crossing a border during a pandemic. Fun times. This is that conversation. Okay. Uh, how is LA? It looks so pretty there. It is pretty right now. Oh. It's not always this way. But it is right now. That's nice. nice. Are you going to stay in L.A. for the... Um, I'm going to find out today whether I can go to Arizona to spend... Because I just came from Arizona staying with Flannery. And then I drove here last Wednesday, I guess. But they're not really... like. I mean, Arizona has started to shut down everything. And no one was really going out or doing anything when I was there so it would kind of just be like funny if they're like we you can't come back because I've only been around them and my yeah (laughs) Uh, but anyways I'm just waiting so I'll probably go there for a bit and then drive home Mm -hmm. but either way once I get back to Nova Scotia they'll probably make me do that anyway so yeah they're they like said today that they're locking down the board like the driving yeah. border now, which is yeah. chaos. They're going to like yeah. stop every vehicle and check people and make sure right. that they don't have temperatures and right. it's wild. It's getting wild. It is wild. I think it's all like better that way than the wondering. Cause like, Oh, definitely. At least when you're, when you're there, you like have strict rules and you, you don't have to worry because you know, you're not fucking up. Whereas here it's like, there's a lot of anxiety because if you're you're like trying to make your decisions for yourself but everyone else is just doing whatever the fuck they want so mm-hmm. it's like really concerning yeah like um yeah it's like shitty in a way that you're like if we all just do this it'll go away but if you <laughs> don't do it then it's not gonna go away yeah i don't think people Sucks. recognize that it just kind of like i don't know it's kind of horrifying to be like if i, I can just like live my life because i'm healthy and you're like well no, nope. no, <laughs> you can't no. stay inside your home, which is really difficult to do, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it is difficult for sure. The other option is very bad and very bleak. Yeah. So, yeah. Know. And like, for sure, it doesn't matter. I mean, it matters, obviously, because lots of young people, like not as many young people are getting sick as older people. Mm-hmm. But it really, in the end, wouldn't matter. Like, if no one did anything, everyone's going to get sick. Yeah. I so, mean, yeah, definitely. It doesn't really, it, Matt, maybe right now you feel like you're young and it doesn't matter. But if everyone acts like that, then everyone's going to get sick. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's just, 
yeah. for me, I mean, everyone has a different situation, but I feel it sucks because I don't want to like leave and then never see my like partner again yeah. or like never see my sister again or, or like leave and do or stay and like get sick and be stupid. Like it just feels hard to make decisions. And, and so I'm just crying all, all like every night on the phone and, and like, she's like trying to be helpful. And I'm like, there's nothing you can do. Just listen to me cry. <laughs> just like, let me be sad. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. It is hard. My parents never die I've got a thousand reasons why I know my sister will be fine She'll have a family by that time But what about my state of mind If my parents die
did, right? Yeah, I had shows like opening for Aaron. So Aaron had a tour. Right. And then I had the like three ECMA gigs. Mm-hmm. And then um, after that, like in May, the I had like a song camp thing for a week. And then um, oh, yeah. M, maybe, I don't, probably not anymore, but like was going to do backups for the Town Heroes because... Tori was busy, but I don't know if that's going to happen now. So I'm yeah. just like learning songs in case. Uh, but then I pretty much didn't have anything till Jazz Fest after that. So right. Well, it's like Jazz Fest um, hasn't made a decision yet. I no, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. But um, it's so weird. Yeah. All the like festivals that are being po- postponed are being postponed to like the fall time. So. Both the festivals that we were supposed to be right. playing in the UK got postponed to o- oh, end of October. That's interesting. Or like end of September, early October or something like that. And it's like, we could literally like pick up and move the dates to that time. But at the same time, I'm just like, I don't know what October, like, do I want to be on an airplane anymore? Like, <laughs> Yeah, postponing is interesting because like, it's like good to have hope and also to have jobs like coming. Yeah. We don't know what it's going to be like. Like maybe we won't be able to fly by then, but also maybe everyone will reschedule for then, and then the it will be insane yeah. to get to try and book stuff. So maybe it's smart to postpone and then just cancel or yeah. postpone again. Like there's no harm in doing that. But I'm sure it's an insurance thing. It's just like weird. It's a really weird situation to be yeah. uh, trying to navigate, and then also you're in the middle of living in this situation where you're quarantined in your home and you're like the things that you care about in your life, like work or whatever for Mm -hmm. me, the work is just disappearing in front of you. And you're like, I'm supposed to also now plan this tour. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it's. Yeah. Yeah. It feels hard to find like a middle, a healthy middle ground where you're not just like fuck everything for a while. And like oh, I'm gonna keep working and keep planning and keep doing stuff because neither are really like productive at the time. Like yeah, you no, can't nothing. just keep going as if nothing's different, and you also can't just completely sh- like shut off for however long because yeah. then it's boring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like nothing that I'm doing, and the, yeah, I guess that's the other part. It's like. Nothing that I'm doing feels that important anymore. Yeah. Like, just being healthy is important. Right. I'm like, okay, just, like, keeping myself safe, keeping, like, Peter sure. safe, keeping my family safe. Like, those are the things that I am giving a shit about, which is, like, right. making me rethink my entire career path. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which I'm I sure a lot of people are that. doing. Yeah, I was, like, I uh, went on, like, a hike by myself the other day, which actually turned out to be kind of a shit show and it made me think of the time that we went to Crystal Crescent and it turned into like a two hour hike and it was supposed to be like half an hour but I basically like set out to do this eight mile trail and ended up walking 16 miles and so like half of those were accidental and I didn't mean to and anyway while I was walking before I felt lost and tired Mm -hmm. I was thinking about how what you just said I was like in my brain thinking first of all none nothing I'm doing right now a, can continue to make me money while the economy is fucked. Yeah. And B, matters mm-hmm. in at all. And then I was thinking, like, I should 
I should like become a psychiatrist or psychologist <laughs> or like I should like get into like helping other people with their stuff because yeah. in a time like this like I can't even bring myself really to well it's it feels like there are times where I want to write music but it kind of feels like another form of isolation yeah yeah somehow like getting in you're already kind of alone and then writing is such an alone process I find that you have to like be really in your head or in your thoughts and I don't want to go further into them mm-hmm. when I'm already so alone. Yeah, because it can be a very, I don't know, that can be a scary place to be in also. Yeah. And like an isolating place to be in. Um, yeah. Which is, I assume, what everyone is trying to get out of. I have never communicated with so many people in my life as I have in the yeah. last seven days. That's nice. I like never call people. I never FaceTime people. I never, like, I never talk right. to anyone. And I'm like, okay, I have four group chats going. And that's so nice, though. Like a bunch of like Zoom calls with people, which is nice. And like talking to my family is good, but it's so fun. It is fun. I mean, uh, parts of it have to be fun. Otherwise, we would all, <laughs> otherwise, this would be really, our minds. really shitty. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess what I'm calling this podcast is the This Is Fine podcast. Without That's funny. The, the, but this is fine because it's a lyric in the single that we were supposed to put out um, okay. with the tour and everything. Uh, mm-hmm. And all that's obviously going away. But um, so basically, we kind of talked about this already, I guess. But just like, I just want to know what people are doing to like cope with their situation. Right. Um, and I guess for you, you've been on the road for what, for how long? Um, since the third week of January, I guess. Right. So you left Halifax. I guess we can explain um, things. Oh yeah. I can figure that. I can look at a calendar. Uh, yeah. January 23rd. Mm-hmm. And you had a very long and alone time drive yeah I drove for six days wait one two three four five six days Mm -hmm. and uh went to Bend Oregon first um how was your drive um how was it that drive compared to what you're experiencing now (laughs) mm, that's interesting (laughs) yeah honestly I felt like I felt like I was like really struggling on that drive. And now in comparison to this, I would take that mm-hmm. over this. But at the time I was like, I really, I, I had really good days. Mm-hmm. Um, the daytime seeing like driving through all these different States. And like, sometimes I would stop and go to climbing gyms or like just go for walks or, you know, like, try and do stuff yeah but I I was also kind of under time constraint so I didn't spend a whole lot of time doing that but the daytime was like so nice and when the sun was shining I felt like I could drive forever like I listened to a bunch of podcasts but I also just like sat in silence all the time or like mm-hmm. wrote songs out loud um listened to music and it was really nice I drank so many different sparkly waters (laughs) um 
I, yeah, it was like the daytime was so nice. And then every nighttime was like horrifying. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, I really struggled to find places that made me feel comfortable, even though I knew that they were fine places to be. Mm-hmm. And I spent so much time just like laying awake at night, freaking out at everything that I heard. Um, and I constantly would get to this point where I was like tired and hungry and unable to make a decision about where to stop for the night, but would also be in this like perfectionist state of mind where I wanted the spot I picked to be perfect. Like Mm -hmm. I wanted it to be like beautiful when I woke up and I wanted my, I wanted to be alone because I really wanted to practice like being alone. Yeah. And I would just reach this point where I would be paralyzed and I would just be on the side of the road, like not able to make a decision would have to like call Flannery and like get her to use Google maps to like find me a spot. Like that happened so many times because I didn't know what I was doing. And like, she's done that so many times and she just like in 10 minutes, like find a spot. And it always ended up being fine, but every night was like really, really hard. Mm -hmm. And I definitely cried a lot and realized that and like in the daytime too even it's not just like being alone when it's dark and scary or sad that that is that you're lonely it's like you're also lonely when like cool stuff is happening yeah like Wyoming was so beautiful and all I wanted was like for every single person I've ever known and loved to like be (laughs) there you know it's like why am I I can't if I don't share this it's not real and I think that the like you know being apart from your friends and family for such a long time kind of feels the same way. I think that's why mm-hmm. self-isolation is so hard and sad and scary is because being alone with yourself for so long makes stuff feel not real somehow. It's like yeah. if I'm processing or digesting stuff on my own, is it even, it does even it even happening? happen if it's, <laughs> if it's, if I'm not sharing it, like, does it even matter? Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel and like. that's weird. I feel that's like that's so a weird. part of our whole society also. It's just yeah. sort of like we've been uh, taught to like share every moment of our lives that totally. it's weird when you don't, I guess. Yeah. yeah, I definitely feel that. I When I was in Sweden, it was the same thing. I was like walking around doing all this stuff by myself and I had a really like nice day by myself. Mm-hmm. Obviously like I didn't want to be out too late at night by myself because I like had read that in Sweden it's not good to go to bars by yourself and I also just like didn't want to like yeah. do that right um but it was like all the shit that I was seeing all the like I went on like this boat ride and I was just like watching like doing the thing and I was just like this would be really nice if I had someone to like talk to yeah about these things um, or like to share a meal with eating alone at a restaurant yeah. is very strange. And people think that you're weird, I think. <laughs> right. Like, or like we think that people think yeah. <laughs> we're weird. It's just like it yeah, takes that's like five so minutes. Societal. <laughs> like, right. Okay. Took me 15 minutes to eat this meal and uh now I'm done. I'm gonna go to bed. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I definitely ate everything really, really quickly when it's alone. Yeah, okay. So you did this drive six days by yourself and you got to Oregon. Yeah. And then you spent time in Oregon and then, um, Boulder and now, um, where did I go from Bend? Uh, I drove down the coast to LA, but had Flannery with me. So it wasn't 
alone then. Um, I stayed in LA for a bit and then I flew to Nashville. Mm-hmm. To meet Were you Aaron. songwriting? Yeah. How was and that? Then, that was good. Yeah. That was really nice, actually. It was like nice to have, we had like something going on every day, which felt really cool. good because I, part of the reason I wanted to come out here was to like do stuff, which mm-hmm. now is not happening at all. But um, it felt nice to like, yeah, have meet people and like do the thing I was there for. And Nashville was really cool. I'd never been there before. Um, so that felt, nice it like also made the time that I like wasn't doing stuff feel better because I I like had at least that week right where I'd done something yeah um did you do many like did you co-writing or yeah it was all co-writing I did a bit of writing on my own when um like Erin was out doing her own stuff Mm -hmm. but um for the most part it was co-writing cool um yeah so that was fun and then I went back to LA for a bit and then I drove to Bishop. Right. Which is like four five hours north mm. of LA and was there for a week climbing. Um and so other people were there. Uh so I wasn't like I was definitely I was still like sleeping and, you know, being alone that night, but in the daytime, there was lots of people around. And then went back to LA for a climbing competition or just like to watch mm-hmm. nationals. And then went back to Bishop with my friend Alexa. And that was actually like after being alone for so long and then having, we, she like lived in the van with me for a week. Oh, yeah. And that was like <laughs> parts of it were really nice, then parts of it were hard. Like I yeah. realized how much I relied on being able to just be alone yeah. which is like also interesting when you get to be alone it's like you want a person around and then when you have a person around you <laughs> want to be alone yeah there's like no winning really. there's no happy medium <laughs> no there's not um except for not being quarantined and just getting yes. to live your life regularly yeah i mean that would be maybe someday hopefully we'll get back yeah. to that i think so. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> for sure, eventually. It's not it's not gonna be like this forever, but it definitely feels that way right now. Yeah. 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 Um okay. I guess maybe just to like finish finish some stuff off. Yeah. I don't know. Uh what how are you feeling? You're feeling like hopeful, sad, good, ready to come um, home, ready to stay there forever. Well, I don't know. I feel, um, I think I do feel a lot of anxiety, mm-hmm. um, because of the not knowing. So it's hard to make good decisions. Um, but also who knows what a good decision is at this point in time. Um, I feel like it changes like hour to hour and, if I wasn't, if this wasn't happening, I'd be very happy to stay here mm-hmm. for longer um, without like worrying about what I have to go back for. But because this is all happening, I'm just like constantly a little bit worried yeah. about lots of things and miss 
definitely like miss my community and miss my home and miss like, you know, having doing kind of the stuff that you're talking about, like being able to at least have your community around to like hang out and talk to or like see my roommates or whatever. Yeah. Um, and know that I'm like home safe and whatever happens, like that's where I am. But on the other hand, yeah, being here is it's nice because you know I don't see my family very often um and it's like it is it's hard to leave because you don't want to like or I don't want to go and then not be able to like see Flannery for like six months yeah um so it fe- that feels hard to like just leave not knowing what like I want to push the time as much as I can but I also don't want to run out of time in a way that like yeah. you can't go back or like you can't yeah, you can't come back to the States because your six months is up or yeah. whatever. Um, but I, yeah, I feel like, okay, I feel pretty paranoid about my own health. Like anytime something's happening, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I had like a headache last night and I was like, well, I'm, it's over for me. <laughs> or like I sneezed on the way to the hike today and, and I was like, oh no. Oh no. It's, it's happened or yeah, so I feel like a little bit paranoid, doing a lot of stress eating. Yeah, yeah, I feel which that. is like most of the time it does its job. It's like I feel better after, but yeah. lots of times it doesn't, and I'll have to figure that out, I guess. <laughs> um, but like food, a lot, a lot of making food, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, and you see all these like memes are like you don't have to be your best self during this time. Like you don't need to be like productive or right whatever and that's feels true because it feels like the pressure to like I don't know I guess you're making a podcast but like I'm not really doing anything I'm my insides are going to explode that's why yeah (laughs) that's true Um, I have started looking for writing like last night I was writing a a like a clickbait list for money because I'm just like please yeah god help me I'm like some, I need to do something with my brain. Yeah. I'm just bored. I'm like, I'm not even, it's not even bored. It's hard to be bored when you've got like kids. Yeah. Running around, whatever. <clears throat> but yeah, I don't know. You just get bored with yourself. That's mostly it. It's like, oh, am I like this still? <laughs> am I like this? You know? It's when you're alone, like you're laying there at night and you're like, this again? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah, you kind of get stuck in a yeah going around in circles. You kind of feel like you're just every day is Groundhog Day. I think I said that the yeah. other morning. I woke up and I was like, I feel like I'm in Groundhog Day because well, it is like that. Yeah, because there's nothing else you can. There's no one else I'm gonna see uh, or like talk <laughs> to, which is totally right. fine. Like I'm happy to be in a space with uh with Peter instead of like not yeah <laughs> I feel like doing this all by myself would be really really difficult for me right um but I yeah it's very much like you wake up you eat your breakfast you have a coffee you look at your computer and like look at your like screens for 45 hours and then yeah you know watch a tv show fall asleep on the couch go to yeah. bed like that's yeah there's only like day. so much so many combinations of things that make a day new so every mm-hmm. day when you wake up you're like well, there aren't a lot of options. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to be some configuration of yesterday. Yeah. 
Again. I'm not really sure when we like needed to always have new things happening in our day to day for us to be happy, but I feel like that's another like thing in society that I didn't mean to get this like philosophical, but um, I feel like that's another thing that is just coming out around all of this where people are like, this is what people used to do before there were like television screens and like things uh, or like people worked on farms, I guess that was it. They like made food. Right. They made sure they like woke up in the morning and they went like they worked on their garden or they worked right. on their like farm thing. Yeah. And we don't have that because we live in a city. Right. And then they went to bed. Could make a then, garden. Yeah. I guess I could make a garden. I have a plant. It's going to flower soon. I'm very excited. That's nice. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cute. Bringing new life into the world. There we go. It's uh, it's gonna be a great day. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Is like, there's not. It's true. I don't. I guess it's not a great thing to need like a new thing every day. And I feel like when this wasn't, I saw, I saw, I, I don't know, a tweet or a meme or something. I was like, what did we talk about before the coronavirus? <laughs> and I actually don't know because we definitely just filled the spaces with made-up problems yeah or made-up stresses or like just things like you fill time with stuff and now we're all being forced to just sit it's like we're being forced to meditate for like two months and I'm sure there are like I don't know psychiatrists or holistic people everywhere just looking at this being like this is what we've been waiting for. Yeah, yeah, like exactly. A year of mindfulness, and everyone else is just like, "This is hard," because it is hard. It is hard. It's, it's like very hard. Hard to sit still with yourself or with anything really. It's yeah. like difficult to be at be patient with like time. Yeah, just like, and it's also yeah. like scary because a lot of people don't know if they're gonna have jobs in the next couple months they don't know like right like I don't know because a big part of our economy is going to work and like having things to do and yeah you know yeah stores open and totally (laughs) none of that is going to exist for a while which is just I don't know how I don't know how people who are losing their jobs are coping with that. And I feel for those, those people yeah. a lot because I feel pretty lucky to have a job for the time being and uh, right. we'll see what happens. Well, but. In ways like you've lost jobs, like we've, bo- we've lost jobs. Yeah. We've musically. Lost, yeah. Yeah. And like, that was a thing. Well, I mean, in lots of ways they're not incomes because <laughs> that you pay more than you make, but it's like a thing you lost and it's just so much loss. Everyone's yeah. losing stuff and it's true you are yeah you're like uh in a good position to at least not have that type of worry but like there are lots of other types of worries and everyone's got some type of worry I keep thinking about people that aren't in great relationships that have to spend (laughs) all this time together like yeah that would it would suck to me in a situation right now where you don't want to be around (laughs) with the person that you're with like what if you were like just trying to about to get out of a relationship and then this happened you're like on lockdown with this person or like I don't know just like there's got to be so many like social and mental elements to this on top of like this being afraid of the financial stuff and being afraid yeah 
you're going to survive or whatever. Like there's just so many layers to it and there are no answers. And every time you look at the news, it's the same thing over and over again. I like can't even, I like listen to the, what is it called? The press conference. And that's about it. And I like look at the John Hopkins coronavirus map and that's, that's all I can deal with. Cause everything right. else like hurts my head or I don't yeah. believe. And I'm like, I just don't think this is real. Yeah. And, and it's I, not helpful. Yeah. And I just don't have the energy to like fact check the news. Cause I, yeah. You know, and you're like in a position where you don't need to like, well, you, yeah. Yeah. You should like know what's going on. But like I check every morning cause I want to know if I'm still allowed to get back into the country. Yeah. And other than that, I don't want to know. Cause yeah. I don't want to know what everyone's opinions are. Yeah. People's opinions like, on world crises are not thing. A world crisis crisis is not yeah. something that I give a shit about. Cause like, no, I don't and care like, what your opinion is. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes your opinion is wrong. Like watching yeah. like <laughs> some of those kids that are like still in spring break and they're like, if I get sick, I get sick. And it's like, uh, no, that's not the point. No. Oh, your opinion. So frustrating. You're entitled to your opinion, but your opinion stinks. Yeah. You're just endangering yourself and everyone else so yeah. fuck you <laughs> yeah and that's like yeah and I feel like there's also like a lot of fear mongery stuff mm-hmm. because you know we all know we need to be be somewhat afraid being re- reminded of all the time all the things you should be afraid of is just like making people more susceptible to being sick in my yeah. opinion oh like 100 that's like yeah. science <laughs> right that's like real <laughs> yeah like if you're all stressed about it I don't know like, yeah yeah, do the things, but also remain calm. Yeah. Like, we have to remain calm. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like, yeah. Oh, God. So fun. Um, cool. Some days it's hard to wake. Some days it's hard to fake. Some days aren't worth it. Some days are black holes, some days are dice rolls, some days aren't worth it at all. Some days can't get any lower, unless rock bottom could fall. Some days aren't worth it at all. You can't change the way.
this has been nice. Yeah, we should have just started taping our conversations since day one, and you would have so much podcast material. <laughs> um, well, thank you for talking to me. Yeah, thanks I for asking. Hope that you stay safe and wash your hands. And um, lots. and yeah, that's that's all. And I'll talk to you soon. Okay, love you. Love you too. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the This Is Fine podcast. Um, my name is Dana Beeler. This podcast is sponsored by Beasley, a design and fashion brand that just released their first online magazine featuring an interview with Halifax artist Johan Black. You can read it now at thebeasley.com. T-H-E-B-Z-L-Y.com. Beasley.